Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from January the 28th of 1989. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. We're complaining right now about everything going on these days, but we're here to bring you some live laughing and loving and enjoy an hour and a half or maybe more of some classic wrestling with us like we only can do and provide for you doc how are you this morning or night what am i saying hey hey mike mike harper and i met before the show oh uh, yeah yeah so we just want to know we want you to know i mean you know that we've always been a big advocate for your people right <laughs> what is this <laughs> what we, we've always we've always had y'all your back right you're confusing yeah. people. Harper and, I've, Harper and I have never We've always you. had you. Mike, I even changed my Facebook profile picture to a black square. So, yeah, we did that. And so yeah. here, here's what we here's what we need. Um, after the show, you're going to share your screen with us. We need we need you to show us the handshake, dude. <laughs> we need to be able we need to be able to get around safely and. <laughs> We need we need the handshake. Well, like give, I said, you don't you don't have to give it to the army. Uh, hold on, I'm down in my bunker inspecting it. Um, you don't have to to show the army, but Harper and I are going to need that shit bad. How you doing, Mike? Harper and I've done some things. <laughs> I'm just here to live, laugh, and love, brother. Phil and... Allen, you know I always loved you, man. Silva, Armando, y'all know how much I care for them. For, for all y'all. <laughs> y- y'all don't let them get me. You're yeah. digging your hole even further and further. But How I, I care I for all of y'all. But I'll tell you one thing. Why don't you just say you people while you're at it since you're, since you're on a roll? Hey, so, I mean, we knew it was going to be hectic when, we, when it was our birthday month. But I don't think we could have. Uh, every week, it seems like there's just more and more going on in the world. Where does? I mean, I don't know, bro. I waited for the the fucking crack and for Clash of the Titans to jump out of Lake Pontchartrain. Bro, I what? think it's time. Go ahead. I'm I, listening. I think it's time for the aliens to go ahead and uh, come on in. I'm waiting for the. You know, I wish that those fucking lizard people from V fucking won. Remember that fucking TV show V? 
Yeah, Martians and shit. Yeah, I wish they would have won now. Y'all are taking my ideas now. What? What? You don't know what V is. Oh, I do know what V is. You know they tried to remake it a few years ago. Yeah, about 15 years ago, yeah. I remember no, that. it wasn't 15. It was like maybe... It was like 10, huh? It's like 7, it like 8 years last, ago. It was like last week, and the horsemen were still together. Yeah. Mm. The chicken, it was hot. So I got, I got to, I got to uh, flip over. Harper, how you cool. doing, man? I, I know you've been spending a lot of time out there hanging and banging on social media. What's up over in Metairie? Nothing. You still been banging ass birthday month style? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. How are the bars hanging out down there? Are they packed yet? Yes. <laughs> man, we are all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. They're packed, bro. It's because I've been. Cause I've, cause, this is my last week. I go back to work on fucking Sunday. So I'm just like a kid on fucking spring break for this whole fucking week. It's still yeah. morning to sit at the bars every fucking night. I'm like, fuck it. Because you know you got money coming in and you ain't got yeah. shit to do. That's dangerous. And, yeah. Well, the thing is, I, like, when am I going to be able to fucking do this again? So I've been I know, man, because like, let me tell you, my kid's on spring, my kid's on summer break. He's like. So when is when do you get off, uh, pal? Back in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> I get that question. I used to get that question every summer, from 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 mine. Like they they'd be like, "We're out of school. Why are you working?" <laughs> like, well, you great, see, that's a great question. That's how it works once you once you uh, get older and get a job. You ain't getting summers off. And I've always and then they they hit you with. Well, that's not right. Well, welcome <laughs> to the world, pal. Yeah. All so, right. Man, we got, we, well, we got we got issues. We got. I'm going to try to keep this clean and above board. We got health issues in the world. We got public safety issues in the world. What's so? My question is to celebrate our birth month even further. What in the hell is going to happen by next week? I don't know. I'm I scared. Think, I think that some of our streets may turn into rivers of lava. Bro, Matt and Mike. Heat index today in Texas is 105, pal. It's hot out Bro. there. Yeah, I think it, hit... it's going to be like fucking Ghostbusters. All the ghosts going to come out the sewer drains, and I think it's start... I think it's more like Poltergeist, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the meme that this whole fucking country... You is moved a grave, not... Yeah. You moved a body, not the headstone. What is it, Hopper? Yeah. You moved the bodies, but... You, you moved the headstones, but not the graves. You left the bodies. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you, have you seen the meme that this is this is like poltergeist because our whole country is in an even American burial ground? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All righty, everybody. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just getting all the rough shit out of the way so that we can concentrate on the classic wrestling, uh, so that we can get our yucks in. It is our birthday month, and we, you know we're in order because we're celebrating a birthday month instead of a birthday evening. I decided to basic pitch it up a bit. I'm having me a tumbler of vanilla vodka and diet ginger ale. Oh God, what? It's pretty good. I, you heard me. I'm out of Vanilla beer, vodka man. I, and I can, what? I got to make a beer, de- uh, order a beer delivery for tomorrow. And you made fun of my wife drinking Ugh. Dr. Pepper I, and whatever she had that night? 
I just figured she drank Hennessy like you did. <laughs> you go with the racism again. Okay. That's nice. All right. Man, I remember last year at Wildcat X-Rated, I was banging Hennessy all night. Just bang, bang, bang. After the show, I walk in the back, and Hopper's, there's a whole tub of Bud Light left over. So I killed two of those, and I just was like, what was I doing? I didn't get sick or anything, but oh, what a combination. Hennessy nice. straight all night, and then chased it with two Bud Lights. Yeah, what's the story? What's the saying? Liquor, beer. What Let me help you out. It? Let me help you out. <laughs> liquor to beer, have no fear. Beer to liquor, never be sicker. That's bullshit. If you're not a, unless you're a pussy. I'm just telling you what I've always been told. Now, how, how many times you sat at the bar after having about six, seven beers and have you a nice, warm shot, a nice chilled shot, but it makes you all warm inside of Jaeger. I've never done that, so I can't tell you. I've only, I, I've legitimately only had a beer after a bunch of, you know. Jägermeister is so good. Oh, it's, oh man. God, that shit's it's, nasty. It's so delicious. All right, Doc, you got your uh, stuff in? You got anything? You got any Docaholic spotlights you want to do before we? Uh... I do, I do, but um, it just occurred to me right now that I needed to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and get your business out of the way while I pull up my Docaholic Spotlight. All right. Well, let me get my stuff in here since uh, okay. since Doc is going to look up uh, what he's got. A couple things uh, before I do the uh, Patreon shout-outs, the new ones, and the uh, bump-ups. All right. So last week's episode, 44 Minutes, we were kind of discussing it when we started it. There was yeah. actually a Hawks and Hornets game that night. Longtime friend and supporter oh. of the show. Oh, Robert Silva. John Con- John Conkak was out there re- representing the white race, getting uh, six points and four rebounds for the Hawks. Well, that's oh. when that that Dominic uh, Wilkins, huh? Yeah, man. I, I <laughs> Dominic, Dominique. Dom- man, I Conkak used to get in Dominique's way, but Dominique was just too much of a force. He Dominique had the fastest was... dunk ever. God, the guy was so vicious, man! Holy crap! Uh, but it was a Hawks and Hornets game that night, and that's why last week was 44 minutes. Thank you to Robert Silva for confirming that and sending me that little tidbit via email. So, uh, yeah, we want to thank the Hawks and Hornets for giving us a quick and awesome yeah. show last week. That show was back when Doc Rivers was the point guard in Atlanta, huh? Yep, I, I remember. Know. Damn. It was. Doc it's Rivers like was. And Spud Webb and shit. Man, I love the I love the NBA. It made me so happy today when they said they're going to start the league back up. I, I, I love the NBA. And let me tell you something. The I the I can't wait. Wait, wait. Go ahead. The NBA in the 1980s is everything. It, I'm I'm sorry. The NBA in the 80s is like pro wrestling. Absolutely. God. It was pro wrestling at its finest. You had the Celtics and the Lakers, and I'm still telling you, we still got to do a patron show on that thirty for thirty. On, oh yeah, on the Celtics and Lakers. But then it you was, had the the Pistons who were like, you know, Brody and Hanson coming in. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it was wrestling. It was wrestling to a T. All right, so how about I get into these uh, Patreon shout-outs while we're... Uh... You, you should. Do we have any left? All right, so um, here we go. Todd Kuhn, 
Thanks for bumping up your pledge, becoming a BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. He was an existing Patreon member. Uh, Timothy Mossberger, thank you for signing up. Craig Walston, Rick Mincy, thank you very much. Craig Norman bumped up his pledge. That guy is a huge Dockaholic. Craig Norman, yes, he is. Hey, I huge appreciate that, buddy. Uh, JB, Jeremy Bryant, longtime Patreon member, signed back up. Uh, Joe Bradley, new Patreon member, uh, and BTC Hall of Fame Patreon member signed up. And Chase Swan, Thanks as well for signing up and becoming a BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. So thank you very much, everybody. Uh, like I've been saying the last couple of weeks with the pandemic, everything going on in the world, lost a good bit of Patreon members and some people are coming back. We're still losing some. So it's a net, it's a, it's a, it's a net zero at this point, but we do appreciate everybody who has signed up and we thank you very much. So Doc, I'll throw it at you now. You said you've got a spotlight for us. All right, so we got a five-star review this past week from Liam, Liam, the $100 doorman. Is that right, Mike? I believe so. I don't have a right young man. I think this young man, his name is Liam. I'm not going to use his last name unless he, uh, you know, because you never know. Yeah, I would do that. He said, I'm a doorman in a residential building in New York City. As a, quote, essential worker part of my schedule is two night shifts a week the book in the territory podcast helps me get through my night shifts which have become near silent during this pandemic i watched nwa wrestling and all other available wrestling religiously in the 80s and harper mike and doc know this stuff as well if not better than me but more than that they are hilarious I give all three of them and Missy Hyatt my Rolex. Grow up. Don't miss an episode. You can thank me later. The other one I wanted to mention was our old friend Mullet Morton who said, that, and Michael will appreciate this, that he was looking forward to getting to the shoot job to listen to us to drown out all the racist people he works with. Wow, yeah. That's not, that sounded about right. You know, that's um, good that for sounds him. about right. Any Anything we can do to to uh, take people's minds off of this world right hey now. Hey, man, I listen to podcasts at work for the same reason, so, you know, I get it. And they get, they get the Dockaholic Spotlight of the Week. Hey, everybody else who's been going into work during this pandemic and putting their ass on the line, you get the Dockaholic Spotlight, too. America. I mean, I need my beer delivered. So let me ask you a question, Doc, because um, I know you're going to run out of wind in about 30 minutes because that's what you always do because you get I'm getting a little. I'm already, already, get, I'm already getting a little tired. This motherfucker here, he'll go on and on during the opening and then he, you know, and then he's blown up. Typical outlaw mud show spot monkey stuff from you. All right. So are we ready to talk some classic wrestling or not? Man, yeah. we, had a, we had a full... 89 minutes and 20 seconds this week. This is a family long man. episode. The family man. Oh. God <laughs> yeah. bless him. God mm. bless him. All right. So uh, with all that said, uh, we'll get into the uh, Saturday night review portion of this week's episode. Again, this is January 28th, 1989. We're coming off the heels of 
Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat coming in to NWA and, of course, starting his feud with Ric Flair. Uh, the show opens uh, at the very beginning of it. They show a replay of the tag match from last week with Flair and Wyndham versus Gilbert. And, and again, Steamboat, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Flair and Wyndham versus Gilbert and Steamboat. And then Flair gets pinned. We then head to the studio. JR and Tony, they're they're opening things up, and then as they're opening things up, they're going to invite Steamboat into the turret, into the uh, studio. So let's go to that part right now. Uh, we're going to see the United States Tag Team Champions as well. The television champion Rick Steiner here in a big match, and J.J. Dillon's newest acquisition, uh, shall we say, Hacksaw Butch Reed, is with us as well. All the major stars of the NWA will be here in the next two hours. So let's bring in right now. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and you know the calls have been coming in, the letters about you being back at the NWA. Certainly one of the most exciting moments that we've ever had. It's good to see you back, but I know the thrust, what you were talking about last week, was Ric Flair and that World Heavyweight title. You know, that's very true, Tony. I set out a, a very long campaign. It was a campaign that took over th three years. Going to other, other areas, wrestling a lot of different wrestlers, traveling around the world. It was at one time when I did taxes, I filed in 44 different states and three different countries. And always in the back of my mind, I've always wanted to be a professional wrestler and always to be a world champion. Ric Flair's got the belt, and that's one of the reasons why I came back to this area, to the National Wrestling Alliance. Don't get me wrong, fans, that's, that's number one. And the, the other main reason is, is this. Let me bring him on right now. Come on out. Wrestling... You know, you know something, Tony, I'm very, very proud of my family, my wife, and my little boy, and, and this is one of the reasons why I've come back in quest for the world championship. Uh, I have the opportunity as a father to try and secure my, fun, my son's future, and that's one of the main reasons why, and, and being a world champion is certainly going to put the icing on the cake and make things a lot easier. There's a lot of drugs out there, there's a lot of kids that are being uh, taken advantage of, and if I can have anything to do with all the young children in the world today, after all, they, they are the destiny of our future. Uh, my little boy here, uh, I'm going to try and give him every opportunity that comes along, and that's one of the reasons why I've come back to secure his future, my family, and to help any of the young kids out there for us to set any kind of an example. We also understand that Turner's Broadcasting is also a family-orientated television program and and that even makes me feel good about coming back to the National Wrestling Alliance and being affiliated with such a fine organization. Okay Ricky well I know I'm speaking on behalf of the fans across the country it's thrilling to have you and your family with us. Thank you Tony and once again me my little boy my wife we're not gonna let you down this is going to be the year of the dragon we've set out to capture the world championship belt we don't know how long it'll take, but I'm going to keep plugging along until I get it. Okay, Thank Ricky you. the Dragon Steamboat and his family. What motivation. It's great. As Cornette said many times on his show, it might not have been the best thing in the world to have your top baby face out there with his wife and kid. What's wrong, Harper? He's like Flanders from the fucking Simpsons. And then immediately after talking about family-oriented con content, here comes Michael yeah. Hayes in a Confederate glittery robe and dick dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Look at him up there. Jesus. <laughs> he's teaming with the dog. He's got a Confederate flag on and he's dick dancing. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh. So, so that's Bonnie, right? Yes. 
he can't do any better than that. That's nice. Come on, Doc. Grow up. What's wrong with you? She looks like an 80s version of a Karen. Yeah, well, she probably probably was. Look at that hip shake from Mike Hayes. Now, she looks like she wants to speak to your manager before the meal. Like, I'm not going to be happy with this, so let's go ahead and get this dance out of the way. You mean like that time your wife got mad because they didn't put cheese on the burger and told the fucking worker, I hope this fucking place burns down to hell. Something like that. Please tell that story. I don't know if Hopper's ever heard it. No. Oh, let's talk about LaFonda. So we were at, so we had family in town and we had my niece and nephew and we went down like, we were supposed to meet up with my brother and sister-in-law and they got lost, but my full ass brother-in-law, who's no longer my brother-in-law, loved Jack in the Box. And Jack in the Box is, I mean, I don't try, I try not to eat a lot of fast food, even though, you know, I used to. It's getting older, you want to be healthy, but Jack in the Box is some shit ass food no matter what. So we go there and they got lost. So we're sitting there and LaFonda orders a, a jumbo Jack with cheese and she's like, they didn't put my cheese on it. Uh-uh. I'm like, who cares? Just eat the shit. Let's no, no, I want my cheese. So she goes up there and they're like, well, you got to pay extra for the cheese. And LaFonda whips out the receipt (laughs) and shows her. And she's like, well, you didn't pay for the cheese. And LaFonda's like, I did pay for my cheese. I paid for my cheese. And she was all hot about cheese. And so we ate. And there was like nobody in the restaurant. And when we left, she, she turned around to the lady at the little high school girl at the counter and said, I hope this restaurant burns down. With you in it, bitch. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All for 30 cents worth of cheese. Fuck you, Mike. That's cheese. (laughs) No. To this day, and this is like 10 years ago, I'll go. She'll pull out some cheese from the refrigerator, and I'll be like, did you pay for that cheese? And she goes, (laughs) fuck you, motherfucker. The first time I met her, Doc. Doc's like, you got to ask her. You got to tell her. Uh, that she she didn't order the cheese. <laughs> so I told it to her, and she had this serious face for like a half a second, and then she got serious, and then she laughed. <laughs> so she was halfway still working to a shoot all those years later. So, oh, yeah. I got my kid on it, in on it now. Like He walks up to her and goes, why didn't you pay for that cheese? And he wasn't even born. He was like either a baby or wasn't born. Um, so... We got a family man here in Rick Steamboat, dude. He's doing it for the children. Or At one point, he kind of made it sound like he was doing it to the children. Um, Mike, am I the only one that thought about Tyrus holding that baby? Uh, I didn't think about it when I watched it, but... I... No, that wasn't the same. Because, like, when Tyrus had Matt Hardy's baby and they were over in in the UK he gave what it what what made that so funny was is Matt Hardy's wife was holding the baby and he was so small and tiny I mean he was just a couple months old at the time and she made gave him the Tyrus to hold him and Tyrus's big ass was holding this little bitty baby it's hard you gotta see it you'd have to watch that segment again we're talking about impact from like 2015 or 16 or so but no, I don't know if I thought about it till you said it. 
So he's not a great promo, but this is like the last the last time in wrestling where that promo could still work. Yeah. I'm not watching him for his promos. That's true too. I got let me tell you. I and it, I'm probably sounding like a hypocrite and being contradictory here, but when it comes to Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair, I get all the promos I want from Flair and the magic of those two in the ring is enough to carry anything else. Well, I just want to be I just want to be clear cuz some people might say, "Well, you you bag on Sting." Well, Sting's out there howling and talking about stupid shit. Steamboat's not charismatic on the mic, but at least he's telling us that he's here to win the belt. That's apples. Him and Sting are apples to oranges. Just making sure that making sure that the army knows that. A jackass. Boy, I'm not gonna call him a jackass, but it's just like he he's just he's just out there screaming and hollering. There's there's nothing else to it. Right. Here's how things. Here's how you want to feel old. What? So the the boy here um, spends an inordinate amount of time on WWE Network. And he just, I mean, he looks through WWE Network like we look through PWIs. Like they have bio, because they have like bios and like, it's almost like their baseball card. And he'll go through them. That's exactly what it is. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. And so he spends a lot of time just doing that and then he'll watch shit. So the other day, there's a, we, we started watching the Undertaker Last Ride stuff and it's good. But he was flipping through, and he saw this thing on Sting. And there's some new thing on Sting, but it looked like Sting from, like, you know, 89. He goes, who's that? I said, bro, that's Sting. No. He goes, where's the the white face paint? And the, he only knows st- Crow Sting. He didn't give a shit about uh, Surfer Sting. No clue. They're two different characters. I mean. Yeah. But, Hopper, you were about to say something about Steamboat. I mean, it, it, it sounded like he was running for office. That's what it, that, it looked yeah. like. He has his wife and his kid out there and, you know, the vote for me. And it's yep. going to strike. It's going to strike such a yin yang from Rick out there hanging and banging all the broads. That's nice, Doc. Well, Cornette, Cornette and Shivani have said that two different people have said the whole thing with Bonnie all coming out with him because she's going to do this more than once. It just the <laughs> wasn't a good idea. So well, even if, you, that, even if maybe that's where fucking Brandy got it from. Oh my god. Y'all know I, I skim AEW every week because I, I like MJF, and there are a few people on that show that I do really that I do like. And man, she she will get on that show one way or another. Yeah, I don't want to sound like Corny and Brian, and you, but Jesus Christ, la- it's true. You laugh at me, but nobody can get their shit in like a broad. I mean, she's like when. She's like Scrappy Doo, the fucking Scooby Doo. What? Like I, I remember when you, I need you when to explain. Sco- I remember when it, it was just Scooby Doo, 
and you know the, the fucking kids and then like the late 70s into the 80s it was scooby and uh, you know and scrappy dude and you have know, like a little face of scrappy dude would show up he's got to <laughs> get his shit in he's got to be there it's fucking scrappy dude she's fucking scrappy dude bro uh, i mean i ain't complaining that is I a bet great looking woman yeah. Oof. I bet Harper I mean, can walk into any bar in Battery tonight and see just as good. Yeah, the, right. The Garanimals Harper runs into in Metairie. Are Shut you kidding up. me? Even oh. the one. He, what about? Are you still? Are you still dropping dick on that one? Come on. Why do you guys talk like that? Because because <laughs> the a... people like it. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw a Hall of Famer Will Harkey on the Facebook group talking about using, using BTT uh, slang in his uh, shoot job or wherever in his life, and it, that that's a new one, Hopper, that you just said. Come on, why you got to talk like that? That's that's a new, that's a, that's a great one. Well, why you got to talk also, like that? I also heard that since you're off on social media now, everybody's trying to hijack the Facebook page. Uh yeah, I did see something about there's a there's a thing about uh who's taking control. Well, Mike Crockett technically has control of it right now, so don't have to fight him. Uh, that that guy, it's your boy. Not really. Well, okay. you know, his dad was a maintenance booker, so he's just <laughs> just he's just there just to kind of you know keep things together. Right? Doc needs another drink. You hear him? Man, I do, but... All right, Doc, we're 11 minutes into this week's Saturday night. Unless you want to be here until Saturday, you think we should get rolling or what? Let's talk about the JYD. Well, Michael Hayes and JYD defeat Max MacGyver and Bob Emery. It's still weird to me seeing these two tagging. You know, Hayes blinded JYD a decade or so ago. Why are you talking about like it's real, Mike? I don't know. Why you got to bring up old shit? I know, for real. But it is weird seeing them tag, but... I don't know, Doc. Do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, I I did. We talked about the Confederate robe. I just thought it was weird that they made JYD come to the ring to Bad Street and a Confederate robe partner. At some point in the match, JR said that Hayes was 27. Yeah, no, huh? He's actually 29, but still 29. Dude, they were, he was a teenager. Main event in the Superdome. That's crazy. It's nuts. 20 years old, 1920. 19 to 20 years old. When's the last time you met a 19 or 20 year old that you would allow to do anything? Never. <laughs> Never. Not even myself at that age. Oh, definitely not us. But I'm talking no. about just anything. Like, here's 20 bucks, mow the yard. You'd be like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to keep an eye on this piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Harper, any other thoughts on Hayes and JYD? No. Let's move on, goddamn. Yeah, we got to get through this. Come on. We are in a hurry. Rich Reed and JJ Dillon. Um, did y'all have anything from that? Uh, Doc, something wrong with your headset. No, not me. Okay. Maybe a topper. I didn't have anything. I mean, um, you know, JJ talks some smack and. Reed says a few words, but I don't have anything else. Now, during the match that's coming up, Tony's going to say, um, you know, they won't say why Reed is here, but I guess we'll eventually find out. So, Butch Reed was terrible here, I thought. Terrible. 
it it wasn't his best. No, awful. You know, I gotta say something. Butch Reed, he, he wasn't. Why like is the a guy in front promo. of the camera? Yeah, fuck that guy, dude. Bro, haven't you noticed that why has is, never happened b- before? Why is there a cameraman in front of the cameraman? Right. <laughs> That's a. Harper said, "F that guy, man." <laughs> That's terrible. Stupid. Now, that that is some fucking. That is the kind of mistake my eight year old would make. Oh, sorry. So I've said this a bunch of times. If you've listened to Tony Schiavone's show over the years, he always says we're a television company and we couldn't get stuff like that right for nothing. It's true. Yeah, play Butch Reed's promo because it's bad. Come on. I want to hear it. Harper's <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Uh, hold on, it's getting queued up. Not terrible, but it ain't great for sure. Back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling here with J.J. Dillon and Hacksaw Butch Reed. We're going to see this man in action in just a few moments. And you're here for competition, I understand, but you, other than that, you've been very, very secretive as to why you're here. That is nobody's business why I'm here. The reason why I'm here is to take care of business. You're fixing to see Hacksaw Reed go in here and take care of business the way that only Hacksaw Butch Reed knows how to take care of business, and I'm going in there right now. All right. He is a, he's an awesome athlete, J.J. I'll have to say that for you. You surrounded yourself with great athletes. He's certainly another one. One thing I am is consistent, and if you look at me, I've got a look of confidence because I had to have Lex Luger picking people up in the human torture rack, and there wasn't a whole lot I could do about it. I had Sting running around beating his chest and yelping and screaming and putting people in the Scorpion Deathlock, and there were times when I couldn't do very much about it. I had Rick Steiner running around barking like a dog, biting people in the leg, biting people in the arm, all over their bodies. I couldn't do much about it. But now Butch Reed is here, the hacksaw is here, and I can do something about it, and I will do something about it. All right. Doc, your thoughts? You wanted us to play it? Well, Patrita is, I take care of business like only I take care of business, and now I'm going to take care of business and business. He kept saying business. I just don't like that. It was terrible. Your business. I hated it. Yeah, I can't defend it. It was okay. At least it was short. That's yeah, a good that's point. True. Yeah. Well, after that, Butch Reed defeats Alan Kinsey very quickly. Even after the match, Reed hits the guy with a flying clothesline off the top rope. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts as we keep going? Not a lot, no. Hopper? I wanted to I wanted to like this better, but I don't. Yeah, no, huh? Oh, what, what he won? Yeah, he won. That's yeah. going to be his manager, too, eventually. That raises his hand. All right, we'll keep going. Next match, Kendall Wyndham versus George South. During the match, right. uh, Barry Wyndham comes out and joins JR and Shivani. They discuss Kendall Wyndham's change in philosophy and new outlook. And I got to say, Kendall definitely has more of a heelish look and persona in the match. The mullet in the ponytail looks as sleazy as it should, uh, was my, my main note. Um, Doc? What were your thoughts on this, if anything? So he just turned heel, huh? I told y'all back in back when we were in December, I was like, or November, when they were rolling him out there with Dustin. Well, look at him like, right there on the screen. Does it look like he got on a cycle a little bit there? 
a little bit. He put. He, he's from put. Far, from far, he's put some size away, on. From far away, with that stringy gray uh, blonde hair, he kind of looks like Stone Cold. He kind of <laughs> looks like uh, uh, Keith Sutherland and fucking Lost Boys. He went from looking like Ian Ziering to Keith Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my question: If we're gonna get behind Kendall and really show this and make him a heel, why did it take forever for him to beat George South? Because he's George South. That that doesn't wash, and you know it. Yeah, George Southam went out there and did 20 minutes with Ric Flair, so what you saying? Yeah. Rick was too generous. I, I'm just saying, but but if you're going to be critical of that, you got to be critical of that, too. Of Rick, I'm critical of everything. Sure you are. You're just an idiot, but okay. Uh, Ric Flair and Kendall Wind- Wind- Wyndham are not the same thing. I, I agree. Then why did Rick go even longer with him? Because Rick didn't know how to wrestle. Yeah. He sucks. He needs to listen to this show. Hopper, you got any thoughts on this match? Oh, you like did you like those two? Yeah. I'm not going no, I'm not I'm not I'm not pausing. I did that last week and I'm I'm, I'm oh, come I'm, on man. No. Just go back for a second. <laughs> Since you asked nicely, Hopper. It's only Let's ten see. seconds. Let's see. All right. Maybe half an hour. Hold on, hold on. Just hit that uh, 10. There you go. So I would assume that you're going to say the sister on the left. I, I don't know. So the sister on the left. In the back, too. Oh, that, oh, that, that's like little kids, huh? Yeah. What's I, going I'm not on? touching this. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. What's Nothing. going on What's going on with the blimp in the pink on the right? Is she holding a yeah, baby? What the fuck is she holding? Yeah, what the fuck is that, a cocker spaniel? What the fuck is she holding? <laughs> it's a baby, Hopper. It's the top of no. some baby's head. Look at all that <laughs> hair. That ain't no it's baby. It's not a, a cocker that, spaniel. She's got a, she's got a baby. And that sass- kid in the green is like looking at, you know, what yeah. the fuck is <laughs> kid's like, that's a baby Sasquatch. He's like, that's a fucking cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to go into the crowd a little bit. Oh, look at that. I bet they watched seven. So you didn't want to go back and talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted place like home, Dana. What the hell's wrong with you, Hopper? I mean, damn, I try to watch for, you know, this is what, nine weeks in a row now. Sit there. What the hell, man? You know, y'all, y'all, y- y'all reverse the show back. Y'all looking at the crowd. And then you're talking about a lady, a fat lady holding the kid. And you're like, what the hell is that? A cocker spaniel? What the hell, Hopper? <laughs> And y'all talking about 401k portfolios and stuff? I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. All right. Anyway. All right. If you've been watching the stock market, some of us are doing all right in this, <laughs> these times. Okay. Uh, Di- uh, Harper, any other thoughts on Kendall, Wyndham, and George South? I, I, I think his look looks better. Oh, yeah. And you can see the Wyndham in his face a lot better with that yeah. crap out of his, the hair out of his face. He looks sleazy. Yes. Which is the whole point of him with this new attitude. So that's why I said. He's got uh, a new attitude. I was good with this. I mean, so there's that. All right. Next up, we get Eddie Gilbert, who defeats Agent Steele. Uh, he wins. Eddie is he. He wins with the hot shot. Doc, any thoughts? Uneventful, but okay. Yeah. So after that, we get Dr. Death and Mike Rotunda, who defeat Mike Jackson and Trent Knight. 
Uh, Mike Jackson, Trent Knight, long-time uh, enhancement talent here. Uh, Sullivan does come out on commentary for a minute during the match, and Sullivan discusses defending the U.S. tag belts coming up at the Clash, and he mentions Rotunda earning his TV title back, uh, hopefully in the future, from Steiner. Doc, any thoughts during that match? Did he? Is this where he said that Abdullah is now with the Road Warriors? Uh, I don't have a note, but this damn network is starting to freeze on yeah. me. Go ahead. It, it sucks. Yes. Uh, I didn't have that note, Doc. I may have missed it. I just got real confused because if we're trying to make the Road Warriors, they're they're heels, but they're not heels. But why is wow. Gary Hart and Paul Paul Ellering working together? And I mean, I know it's airtight, but I tell you, it was airtight. The air under that chair that the woman That girl is resting those fat arms on some fat upper pussy area. <laughs> That's a fucking fupa, bro. It's <laughs> a fupa. That's what? a fucking fupa. A fupa. A fupa. A fat upper a fat upper pussy area. Yeah, like that that like that like area between the stomach and the vagina. Hers is blown out. Yeah, hers is like someone stuck a fucking bicycle pipe. She looks like she looks. She looks like the Michelin Man. Jesus Christ! A fupa. Can, a fupa. What you the hell is a, wrong with you? Never you heard of, of, you of never a heard fupa? of a fupa? You never heard that? I'm just glad you're making fun of a Caucasian woman right now. A fupa, well, dude. Can you imagine? How how terribly she cleans that thing down there! Oh, God. come on, Todd. Because she can't. She probably she, had to put like duct tape can't. on it to like pull it up and <laughs> and like put the the other piece on, on her shoulders and like. I thought like, she straps. just. I thought she just stuck a like a scrunchie on a stick so she could reach everything. That's nice. That's gross. And then there's some skinny dude named Tyrone who's in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> Because he got he got confused about the term white prize. Harper, you think she uh, you think she uses like a what do they call those things? Uh, a pulley to pull that thing up, or what? Like a fucking like a winch. <laughs> yeah. A jack. A She's got a fucking bumper jack. A fulcrum. Uh. <laughs> okay, Harper. <laughs> All right, Mike. Mike, you were around. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Oh. What kind of car does she drive, Hopper? Keep keep in mind, it's 1989. Oh, one with, no. one with a lot of shocks. <laughs> one without shocks. She, she probably drives a, probably like a, she a 78 a fucking LTD. She drives a Celica and puts yeah. strain on it. Oh, God. 78 LTD. Okay, so Mike, you were back around back in the day. How many wrestlers do you know in your life that would have still tagged it? Oh my god. Eighty percent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Harper, what you don't realize is in the nineties the the territories were lean on the choices of the uh Los Ratones. So you go jerk off. I mean, no. look, I'm not saying I would. I'm just saying I know some people who just would oh take it for the God. team. Can you imagine an industry where Mike is one of the good ones? Uh, God. 
It's nice. 80, yeah. 80% you're saying of your coworkers would have hopped on top of something that like that. Oh, all three of those right there would have been a party for some folks. I know. Well, the one in the middle is not my speed, but I mean, she's, you know. Yeah, I, yeah she's an attractive woman. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not going to make fun of her, but she's a, she's, she's a reverse Oreo shit sandwich cookie. Shut up. What? I'm talking about the white bitches on the sides. Of yeah, okay. All right. Um, who was this match? Uh, so, oh, oh I, get, right. I get it. I get it. It's okay if I talk bad about white people. Okay. All right. So, uh, Doc, any other thoughts? Uh, Dr. Death, Rotunda, Defeat, Jackson, and Knight. Uh, no. All right. So, uh, we then go to a match. Let me get to it here. Um, we got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Russian Assassin number two with Paul Jones out there again. And Tony Schiavone educated us that Steamboat and Jones were once a tag team and held the tag team goal. So if you didn't know that, there you go. Uh, this was in the 70s. They were multiple-time NWA Mid-Atlantic champs and NWA World Tag Title champions. So there's that. I thought that was nice for Schiavone to bring that up for people I like, I liked it, who too. Didn't know that. I like the fact that it's like, man, this shit is all... One long, I mean, it's a long, history matters. And these guys have history. Uh, it's point, key to point out, too, like, you know, we're getting this. We didn't get Mid-Atlantic, so Hell we, no. we no. wouldn't have known that. So that's why I thought that was cool for him to bring Yeah, up. I was a kid probably thinking, what the fuck's Mid-Atlantic? Well, but that's where Tony, but that's where Tony grew up, listening yeah. to the pod. So that's really, that's really cool, because he watched that as a kid. Well, and in fairness, you know, some of us, our only knowledge of Steamboat would have been WWF. Yeah, right. At this, you know, at this time. I mean, we knew him from there. So we, you know, so it, I just wanted to point that out as he's, uh, as, as we're being educated. So, all right, let's go now. Ric Flair comes out. He's going to join commentary and he's got some things to say. So here it is. Hey, here he is. Here's the world champ. You talk about the biggest fluke in the history of our business as if it really took place. I'm Ric Flair. I'm the world champion. You said it. I'm the best. And for you to sit out here and recognize Steamboat, talk about what a quality wrestler is, what do you want? Like he beat me? It didn't happen. Erase it from your mind. Perish the thought. But it did happen. It did happen. Russian assassin number two mounting some offense here on Ricky Steamboat. Lateral press. Steamboat kicked out. Tell you what, Rick Flair. I think he, I think Flair comes yeah, back. You, you got it right. There it is. Yeah. Rick Flair is irate. And as soon as this match is over, I'm going to straighten out any problem that the three of us might have. Meaning you two and me and Steamboat. Well, I don't, we don't have a problem. We, no, we have none. You're the one that got pinned. Look at him. Flair's going over to the fans, for goodness sakes. He's never done this. He has become deranged. You think he was the world champion and I was the challenger. There's, there's more to it than this. There, there's a genuine concern. I got news for there's, you there's two guys on the staff 
I'm a lot closer to Turner than Steamboat is. Remember that at payroll time. He, he's, he's threatening everybody. Oh, yeah. He is beside himself. He is consumed right now by that man, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Steamboat is keeping his priorities in order, though. He is not giving Flair the time of day. He is thinking about the match. Can you imagine a growing man, the age of 30, walking out here with his family like he's the second coming, like he's the savior of our sport, like he's everything that's righteous and good. Mom's apple pie, the All-American. This is wrestling. This is not family entertainment. It's a hard, tough sport, and I'm the best there is. You know, if I didn't know, he, he's gonna—he may need counseling to get us through this situation. <laughs> I mean, he's—he can't stand still. He's pacing nervously. He's screaming at everybody. He's looking at people standing around here. I tell you what, your, your composure was always one of your great gifts, and you're losing it. You know what, Jim Ross? You're a man that I've always had a lot of respect for, but let's not draw any conclusions. I'm out here in a thousand dollar sport coat, and I'm just telling you and making sure of the fact that you remember just who the world heavyweight champion is. Well, I never had a problem remembering who the world champion is. I don't think my I think my retention is quite fine there. As a matter of fact, I think we both have said he's the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. I've, we've said that on many occasions, and it's true in my opinion. Well, I'll tell you what. The all right, so Doc, any thoughts on Flair and what he says right there before we then go to the next segment? He had a couple of lines. He was talking about, he, he referred to Tony and JR as the staff. <laughs> and, you know, he was... He he's over interacting with the crowd, which you know had the them saying he's deranged, and then this is not family entertainment, which is interesting because Steamboat just came out there and told the people it is family entertainment. So we're battling for the soul of wrestling. Hopper, what'd you have from it? He well he. He kind of sounded like Garner Anderson there. He was doing some preaching. I mean, I thought yeah. when he said, you know, you're out here parading your family around like, uh, you know, this is some form of entertainment. This is not entertainment. This is a sport. Kind of like that. I thought that was good. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, what else, Hopper? Would you? Well, Doc, you said you watched it where his he gets. His mask taken off, huh? I didn't Last say week. That. No. Yeah, you did. Well, who gets their that. mask taken off? One of the Russian I assassins. I said I like their new masks. No, and then you're like, oh, I must have washed the head. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he don't. He he don't know what he's talking. Hopper. He pops off at the mouth all the time and never remembers what he says. That's nice. Let's go now to uh, Ric Flair, who... Uh, well, let, let's go now to what happens post-match after Flair wins. Here it is. I'm sorry, after Steamboat wins. Hey! Steamboat not even paying attention to Flair right now. Flair is now. Look at Flair. This is a big... 
This is a case of mind games here. And Ric Flair is not winning this battle of mind games. I tell you, he is beside himself. Steamboat Prude. You don't want nothing to do with me. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. Going after Ric Flair right now is not going to prove anything. Steamboat over the top rope. Flying past Flair out on the floor. Flair almost didn't catch him. There's Barry Wendell. Wendell. Intervening here, it's two on one against Steamboat. And there's Steamboat basically helpless right now. Eddie Gilbert has come in. Eddie Gilbert coming to the aid of his partner. But now, Flair, oh, he just ran Gilbert face first into the post. Teddy Long went for a ride all the way over here. Steamboat is down, he cannot help Eddie at all. And Eddie's the one that desperately needs some help right now. What they, is his face first on the floor here? Flair with a knee right to the back of the head. His face. Man, this fight is all over the studio. Gilbert is injured badly. Flair's pants. His pants are torn off. And they're gone. They're, they're, let's get out of here, fans. We'll be back in just a moment. All right, so oh, hold on. I'll play. I'll play the part when he come back from commercial. Here it is. Stretchered out here, the hands of Ric Flair and Barry Windham. They put the knee in the back of the head. No give on that floor, and that can cause a lot of damage, Jim Ross. Yeah, they had face first on the concrete, and Flair dropped the knee right on the back of his head. And and I don't want to really. Dis we don't need to describe. You can see exactly what happened. But Eddie, I've never heard, seen someone in as much pain as we saw this kid, who's done everything. He's competed as hard as he can. He's never let the fans down, and, uh, and Flair and Wyndham, well, they deserve whatever comes to them. Right, and Ricky absolutely. Steamboat has, already le has left with uh, Eddie Gilbert. This is certainly uncalled for, to say the least. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you something, we're going to hopefully, we'll address this situation a little bit later in the hour. But Tony, this was, Flair is, I think, I don't want to say intimidated by Ricky Steamboat, because no, no man is going to intimidate Ric Flair. But I think that he is so concerned now that the dragon is back on the scene and has made his intentions quite clearly known. Well, Flair is irate, and he said something to us, and I think kind of tipped us off to uh, what he's going to be doing. He says the man's sport. Anytime you hear Flair say that, then there's going to be dues to be paid. Let's go to the ring, fans, and we'll talk about it more. All right, Doc. So a lot goes down there. After the match, Flair is wooing at Steamboat from the outside and telling Steamboat to come on. And Steamboat gets sick of it and hits a dive over the top rope. Damn near missed Rick. Well, Rick almost didn't catch him, but he caught him at the last minute. Wyndham joins the beatdown. Gilbert tries to make the save, but Gilbert gets beat down. Flair delivers a knee drop on the concrete. And this is what I want to ask you two about. The knee drop on the concrete... God, my my kneecap exploded. I can't imagine Rick's when he hit it. It was a wild scene. You heard it all there. You heard oh. Tony and Jr. recap it. Uh, I guess I'll go. Hopper, you first. Uh, any thoughts on all of that and Ric Flair exploding his knee? Dude, I'm thinking, no way. No way. He's going to fucking do the fucking knee thing. He sure did it on the floor. He had to have fucking knee pads on underneath his slacks because that's what I'm that that's what I do. I always got um, my fucking knee pads yes. on. I I would agree with you, but I still think, goddamn, that had to hurt. 
That had to fucking hurt. Fuck that. Jesus. Fuck you, Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> well, no, he you did it. You and your Karen wife and your baby. <laughs> it's a uh, Disney World bitch. Wow. Okay, Hopper. Uh, what, Tell him. You are you okay? You need anger management. What's what's no. wrong? All right, Doc. What do you think? That knee, God Almighty. I mean, the the real the real delivery of that, the imagined delivery of that. That's just painful all the way around. I also wonder if Rick was having a hard time getting around in his twelve hundred dollar Gators while um, on that slick floor. Maybe. Yeah. Because he almost didn't get in position to get Steamboat, and Steamboat was already coming. Yeah. That's true, huh? I still... I mean, I think... Uh, the I worst think thing there was that course. knee drop. Oh, of course. But, I mean, they viciously attacked this on Buck. Let's, let's do this thing. And I was yeah, thinking, let's... well, since, since uh, Ron Simmons is managed by... JJ, is he going to come out too? That's Butch Reed. Yeah, I mean, Butch, same thing. Whoa! Whoa, whoa Mike, whoa. Mike, Mike. You got to no, no. delete that. No, 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 no. No, no. He made a mistake. He just said... I made a mistake. And please, <laughs> please forgive me. You deeply all the apologize. People. I deeply apologize and... Stop, Harper. Just, just, just you need to, you need to deeply apologize, Harper. I deeply apologize, and please forgive me for my, for my unsensitive words. It's been recently pointed out to you how you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and, and stand to lose millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, y'all are something, man. Okay, so Doc or Harper, any other thoughts on Eddie Gilbert who? We're gonna find does out a, he had to get stretcher. Does out. a stretcher? He gets a stretcher job here. Got stretched out, man. This they, shit's they, serious. Yeah, this and is I was serious. like seriously thinking: is 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 a hacksaw butchery gonna uh, come out here? Because I forget what they do with him here. Well, we got a while before. Uh, we got a long while actually. Because, before. like, when I think of him in WCW, I think of Doom. I know, and that's what I was about to say. We got a while before Doom happens, right? I mean, because that happens when that, when they're not in the studio anymore. Yeah, I've got, that's when I quit. That's when I'm quit. Let me tell y'all something. I, I sent Doc this note. It had been a long time since I had watched this the uh, episode when they leave the studio. So I was last weekend. You know, I mean, look, my kids' stuff, their activities still haven't started back up yet. Well, what's going on? Um, so, you know, we kind of been still homebound, obviously, on the weekends and stuff. So I was watching I was watching the week. I actually ended up watching two weeks from when they leave. Um, so, like, April 8th and I think the 15th are the first two full shows where they're out of the studio and they're at um, Center Stage. And, man, the vibe is totally different. I don't know how else to explain it, and when we get there, you'll see exactly what I feel. No, I is won't. that bad or good? Well, the thing is, at least in the first couple weeks, there's some there's some better matches. Like you know, 
not just enhancement talent. They're actually putting guys in, and it's actually a, a, a you know decent matches to watch. But there's like they skimp on the promos, and and that's what like is missing. Cause you know how we always talk about how we like the shit talking. Yeah. They're lacking the shit talking that they need. Fuck that. In it's where, only oh, this that's where, just the first two. Where, no, no, Harper and I are out. This is where you you need to go recruit <laughs> that snooze yeah. fest. You need to go recruit that snooze fest, Crockett, or maybe Lance, Lance's whole ass, go, or go. Semper Vivi, or somebody else. But Harper and I are only here for the big shows. You yeah. bring us in for the pay-per-views, because we're not doing that fucking trifling shit anymore. Yeah, we don't do the house shows in fucking Toledo, motherfucker. No. We do Madison Square Garden. God. We're like, Harper and I are now like The Undertaker. Just yeah. wait till wait, we just wait, wait till the danger zone starts with Paul E. We won't be able to. Do, we won't see it. We're gone. Harper and well, I are no, that starts. Promotion. That starts before this. Before they leave the studio. Harper and I are going to start do, getting that TNA app and start doing all the TNA shows. <laughs> it's just some, yeah, okay. It's just, it's just a different. It's a weird vibe. So Harper's right though. No, to answer your question about Reed, yeah, we got we, that's man, gonna happen for a while. That center state, that whole, oh man, that's gonna be so terrible. I know, man. I can't. It's uh, it's like I mean, the Dolphins when when fucking Dan Marino retired. This is like taking my childhood back, back behind the barn and sodomizing it and then putting a bullet in its head. Oh. We'll have I need that stuff to make fun small of. Studio, I need that small studio with the world flags. Or I'm out. Yeah, okay. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, we just somebody, watched Dick. Somebody get Mike Prue up in the bullpen. Well, we just watched... Uh, Dick Murdoch defeat Mike. Whoa, Jesus. there's a young Mike. And now we move to Lex Luger, who's going to defeat Jerry Price. Uh, as we head to commercial after that match, JR sends us to the to a Shy Town Rumble plug that will take place February 20th. So just five days after the clash of champions is going to be the Shy Town Rumble, which is a good card. And Flair will battle, battle Steamboat with the NWA World Title on the line. The Road Warriors will take on the Varsity Club for the NWA titles and World Tag Team titles. Luger versus Wyndham for the U.S. title. And Steiner versus Rotunda for the TV title. So it's a loaded card. Oh, Midnight versus Midnight. So there you go. Loaded card for Shy Town Rumble. Uh, we're going to we're gonna have a good time with that one. So Shy Town Rumble, Doc, um, we got a lot to watch in the next few, next few weeks, man. Uh, that's what yeah, you wanted, Hopper? Yeah. Okay. What kind of car does she drive, Hopper? Oh. Let's hear it. A little sports car, something brand fucking new. Mm. They went back to her, right? That's a not. She's driving a knockoff Corvette. What is that? What would that be? Mm, a knockoff. Uh, back then. I mean. 89. Oh, she God. looks like she'd be driving one of those piece of a crap Fiero. Chevy Camaros. A Fiero. Oh, like a Volkswagen Jetta convertible. Mm. Mm. But okay. she was like Debbie Gibson. And there's a, and there's f- fucking Barbara sitting next to her. Oh, Barbara. shit. Wow. Barbara. All right. That girl's got the hairiest snatch on Long Island. Okay, Hulk. Oh, come on. <laughs> What's wrong wait, 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 with wait, wait. you? Did, did fucking Luger just blow her a kiss? 
Probably. I mean, let, oh no, there's watch. children. Let's watch him. Let's see what he's doing. Well, she's waving at the camera. Yeah. Watch him. Oh, he did. Oh, no. <laughs> on the slick. Oh, okay. So we know what he stuck his whistle in that night. Yeah, he's stealing, staying shit. That's nice. Well, he did. He did go from wrestling Rick five weeks ago to now oh, he's wrestling. Speaking a, a of Stan, I know Harper hasn't listened to the drive-through from last week yet. Is I it where he, he it was pissing? Where he was, or oh. did he threw away all his pictures? Yeah, he, th he threw away his pictures from his from his picture album of all of his women from the eighties. And Cornette was like. I can't believe you did that. I would want him. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, Stan don't want you turning him in and him going to jail for something. I don't yeah, want I throwing him out too, bro, for real. I would have yeah, thrown him out. I've never done that, but I would have thrown him out. Remember when Harper sent us the picture of the squirter? Dude. I got in trouble for that. You see? I didn't get in trouble, but I couldn't get that that infection and disease off my phone soon enough. Dude, okay. how do you not need a weekly penicillin shot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Doc, how many viruses did your phone get from that text he sent? She had big tits. Dude, I'm I don't care. There was See? urine coming out. Spraying. It's not urine. It's like it, fake urine. Dr. Blassie said that is urine. No, it's like it's like the fake blood. They use in, in, in fucking movies. It's not real. Listen to Harper. <laughs> All right, Doc. Anything else from Luger and Jerry Price here? No, sir. So Cornette introduces the Midnight Express because they're going to come out for a match. And Cornette had a good line. It was real quick. I won't play it. He mentions that uh, when he said if he uh, what did he say? Cornette had a what? What did he say? Now, 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 my notes. I, I I'm all messed up on my notes. Anyway. He said if uh, Paulie and his Midnight Express beat his guys, then he should be washing dishes at Denny's. So that was that. After that, Cornette's Midnight Express defeat Rick Allen and, and Keith Steinborn. Cornette does some yapping on commentary. Don't have a timestamp as he talks about getting back at Paulie. Um, and there was that. Cornette gets on the commentary a second time and tells JR that Paulie is trying to get them all kicked out of the promotion and get fired. Cornette claims. Crockett told them that if they have another brawl in the studio and they break anything, that they'll be suspended or fired. Both the Midnight Express, uh, both Expresses tease some conflict at the end of it. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc? My, no my note was this is going to be great when the Midnight settle this. Where's Bigelow? Bigelow's gone, and where where the fuck Sting been? Uh, no, no, he he's he's still around, but um, don't you know Doc's making a joke here? But we'll get to Midnight versus Midnight at the Shy Town Rumble, and and if you remember, Jimmy talked to me about that when I was on the Experience, and let's just say, Jimmy, let's just say, it was like a wet fart. The finish of that feud, if you want to consider that the finish. And you want to know something else that I forgot? Randy Rose ends up coming back a few months later. Why? Like he disappears and then comes back. It, it's he, he forgot his car keys. He ends up in a <laughs> uh, I won't I won't spoil it. He ends up in a feud with uh, someone else. But anyway, all right. 
So here's the Chi-Town Rumble plug. Is, it, keep is it Joe Diffie? No. <laughs> Rick Steiner then defeats Eddie Sweat. Doc, did you have anything from that? No. Um, What about Wait. Rick Steiner's promo? He Oh, go ahead, Hopper. What you got? I think he, we we just kind of glossed over uh, Murdoch, huh? I mentioned it. What did you do? You have anything from it? No, it was a Murdoch. good match. It was fun to Mur watch. Murdoch is so in and out. It's hard to like, yeah, talk about him. Well, he's got to go to clan rallies. Oh, uh, <laughs> apparently, if you think Doc's joking, that was a shoot. So I'm, I'm I mean, I'm. <laughs> You know, Doc's not trying to be funny as much as he's trying to be truthful a little bit here. But anyway, he even invited the dog to a clan rally in an old Mid-South promo that's on the uh, BTT YouTube channel. So there you go. Uh, all right. So, Doc, anything so, from Rick Steiner? Well, the only thing I'm going to say about Rick Steiner is, and, you know, he's been great in this run. This was the time where, or, you know, right before this time. Dusty's sitting there trying to convince everybody to put the strap on Rick Steiner in a squash match of Rick. Yes. Like in five minutes, we're going to beat Rick Flair with Rick Steiner. He was over, but man, that seems kind of. Mm. Uh, that's real early. Right, because he just got the TV title. I mean, yeah, and he hadn't had the TV title just, that long. He's just just starting to really catch on. Well, and, and how many dogs does he have? That's not the same fucking dog. Do y'all want me to play this? I, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to play it just because of the dog. I mean, it's like, all right, here, here it is. You know, as you probably know, the road the road is not easy for a champion. Okay. Yeah. Mike Rotunda looms in the background as the challenger. Different situation now as the challenger. The last time we were out here on TV, those two two men dog. tried to put you out. It's good to see you back. And I know you're thinking, at least I hope you're you thinking about You know what they did wrong? They tried to throw me on my head. It did hurt. That's the wrong, wrong place, wasn't it? Mike's stupid. Mike retard. Mike Retardo. Retardo. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Let's talk about before we have to go what? to Chicago. Let's talk about Cleveland. Big Commando Ray. You that think maybe big blob? He ain't gonna be able to catch me. I'll let him wrestle him. You want to wrestle him? Oh, woo, 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 woo. He can a, beat him. He's a big man. You know, Kevin Sullivan may be behind that to try to put you out or soften you up before Kevin that big Sullivan's a toad. A toad. A big toad. Whoa, hang on, baby. Jeez. He's a big toad. He couldn't beat nobody. In the ring, what? though, fine athletic contest, you know, against Mike Rotunda for the world TV title. Fine athlete. I know He's what you good. think about him. He's a good athlete, but I know. He stinks, see? You agree what? with what they say, right? I always agree with what they say. But I'll tell you what, you're a heck of an athlete. I know the fans all across America are behind you going into these, this big month of February. Probably behind me. No, no. Not. Oh. In okay. the other sense, okay? Oh, support, support you. Okay, as you go okay. into what is now, Rick Steiner, the biggest month in your career. Well, I'll, I'll get Mike. I'll, I'll get him. I got him once before. You were there. You seen it? I was right there. Jim Ross you was there. We were it, all see? part you of it. it. By golly, and we know. And by golly, I got him, didn't I? You sure did. <laughs> and we know that Rick Steiner are going to have some more good matches coming up. 
with Alex in the month of February. Fans, more on World Championship Wrestling with this trio still to All right, Doc, any thoughts on uh, Steiner right here? He's entertaining, but that can't be your champion. No. Not right now, no. Not in 89, no. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That poor dog. God, I love the fact that 1989 was a time when people wouldn't recognize different dogs being out there. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Doc? No, I mean, he started a, an unfortunate chant. That was that was unfortunate. That he did. Oh, no. Well, uh, Hopper, you got anything or you want to keep going? He's definitely not fucking scripted. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that again. Uh, you don't know you what the that. fuck he's going to say or fucking no, do. He's just out there winging it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Real Warriors are up next. They destroy Randy Hogan and Bill Holiday. This is what you would come to expect. They just come in there and beat the hell out of these guys. During the commentary portion of it, we were told that Tenru is now the third tag team partner uh, for the Road Warriors as it pertains to the six-man world tag team titles. So there you go. And the reason we were told that is uh, either J.R. Shivani, I don't remember which one said it, we're told that the Warriors don't trust partnering up with an American um, the funny part about that is that was supposed to make them sound heelish, but as Hopper keeps talking about every week on this show, um, so are the Road Warriors heels or faces, and I really think that Crockett and the Booker just had no understanding of the fact that there's nothing you can do to make these guys heels. They're going to be baby faces. They're going to get cheered, and I think that's that. So, uh, Hopper, any thoughts on this tag team match? I can watch these fuckers squash people. Non-stop. I agree. I think Harper speaks for us all. Yeah. They just, watching them beat the piss out of people. Yeah. Is this is fucking good shit to watch. Like they're And they're much better on the roster when they don't have a group like the Powers of Pain that look like them but aren't them running around. They're back to being the only group that looks like them and they're yeah. the best at it. And 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 who acts like them right we've watched them for three plus years now just beat the piss out of people and it's wonderful god that finish when they that's the, the one that I, that's the one on a recent podcast arn anderson said he wasn't all enthused about taking he's I like nah he wouldn't take it huh I think he said, I'm not doing the flip part of it. I'll just take the bump back bump. Yeah. Is is exactly what he said. <laughs> but I'm with Hopper. I could watch these two beat the piss out of people all the time. That's how good it is. So uh, any other thoughts, Doc? I'm I'm in total agreement with my homies. Yeah, I tend to be too. So I tell you what, let's go listen to their promo after their match. Here it is. To be the the most physical tag team in the history of wrestling, and they will have the opportunity to prove that in February, the 15th in Cleveland and the 20th in Chicago. Well, Jim Ross, you don't get to be tag team of the year four times out of five years for nothing. Kevin Sullivan, don't insult the intelligence. 
lot of people out here are trying to insult our intelligence by coming out here and acting like you're not nervous at all about getting in the ring with us. Just ask some of the people. We've run out of the NWA. Ask Sam what it was like. Ask Sam what it was like to get your butt kicked, to get your teeth kicked down your throat. You ain't gonna like it. And in our hometown, Chicago, our backyard, we're gonna show you and everybody else why we're the number one tag team in the world. Tell them, Hawk. Listen to Hawk. See, baby, detached retinas, deviated septums, internal hemorrhaging, torn cartilage. These are the things that dreams are made of. And our dreams are your nightmare, Kevin Sullivan and Dr. Death. You live up to your name, Dr. Death. You'll feel like you want to be dead when we're done with you. The Road Warriors are the cream of the creme. The best and the madman that drives the motor is the precious one. Tell him, Paul. Jim Ross, I got a message for Kevin Sullivan. You. Okay, Stephen Javorski, you can go crank off to Mr. Ellerine if you'd like. Doc, that was great from Hawk. What did you think? Not only was that great, I just want to see those four get in the ring and beat the total piss out of each other. Yeah. No work rate or move set or any other bullshit. Four tough motherfuckers that want to beat the hell out of each other. Well, lucky you, because it's going to happen. I like the sound of it. Yes, sir. Um, Hopper, your thoughts. Was that a megaphone? What in was going background? off in the background? It sounded like a fucking, remember Simon, that game? Yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It sounded like, like yeah, I was saying maybe that was coming from y'all's house or something. <laughs> no. No, that wasn't me. I don't remember it when I, thought, I was taking up for it. I thought it was your Pac-Man alarm clock. Oh, I yeah. thought it was Hopper. Remember, remember, remember when it's a lock? Remember when that went off during the show? Uh, I'm sitting here looking at it. Uh, we bet. All right. Well, that was some good stuff from the World Warriors, yeah, and you're right. That's fucking great, man. It just sucks when they leave and they get so fucking watered down. How much is how much do we have left to Tony Schiavone here? Oh, we are on the precipice of him leaving and JJ because they leave the same week. So get used to it. Get used to. Uh, God, I don't remember. I think it's about to happen. Maybe next week. I have to is, look. Is this Tony's last show? Is that what you're saying? Go Hopper, go look at the next week while we're waiting if you can on your phone real quick. It might be. If you put it this way, you will not be mistaken because the week the week he's gone, it's just Magnum shows up. There's like, you know, there's no goodbye or anything. It's just, oh, okay, Tony's not here anymore. Jesus Christ, look at that shitty bump that guy just took. Yeah, that guy's see a mess. That? that guy's a mess. Okay, so Ivan Koloff is still around in eighty nine, believe it or not. Look at him. <laughs> go back. I, I go off. Versus Gene Miller. Keep go good, Doc. What are you about to say? Doc? Hey. Okay, Hopper, you take I it since he's never taken a bump 
my life uh, thick enough to think that for one bump I could do a better job than that. Maybe you you got robotic on us for a second. I think it's because you're not on Ethernet tonight. Yeah, yeah. This guy, uh, wow, he's something else. Um, Harper, any thoughts on this guy Ivan's working with, who seems to not know what's going on? Well, it's the second time we saw this guy. <laughs> Backdrop, <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> yeah. Dork. All right. Ivan obviously is going to win. He wins with a Boston Crab. Uh, we then are shown a replay of the Steamboat, Wyndham Flair, and Eddie Gilbert brawl from earlier. Gilbert was stretchered out, and then we go to a Steamboat promo. Uh, before I go to that, Doc, any thoughts on the recap or what they mentioned? Yeah. All right. So let's go to Steamboat now. Here that is. Been informed that Ric Flair has got a major fine levied on him for his actions. I think that's it's past due. I, I think you're exactly right, and I think we need to bring up two points. First of all, I want to know about the condition of Eddie, and second of all, Flair is in an uncontrolled rage right now. Ladies and gentlemen, right now Eddie Gilbert is suffering from a broken nose. He's suffering from a probable concussion. You've got a man that has come out Good here cheer. with a lot of heart and a lot of guts. They didn't answer to my call. They did not answer to my heed. Standing there back there with a bunch of 40 guys back there watching on the monitor, being double teamed by the U.S. champion, being double teamed by the world's heavyweight champion. They call themselves the best in the world. You guys can get the job done. You guys can get the job done when there's two against one. The plan was Ric Flair, you're so darn jealous about me pinning you in the ring, you wanted to eliminate me. You guys were sent out here like a couple of assassins and you wanted to get rid of me. You wanted to put me out. Eddie Gilbert took my bullet. Eddie Gilbert took my bullet, brother. And I'm telling you something right now. When hot stuff comes back, him and I are going to be firing some bullets, Ric Flair. You and Mr. Wyndham are not going to look too pretty when we're through. All right, fans, from Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. More action next week on the Superstation. All right, Doc, your thoughts on the close and Steamboat's last promo? I thought he was really better even there than in the beginning stuff because he goes, uh, Eddie Gilbert took my bullet. I thought that was really a good line. Yeah. That sounded like something Dusty would say, but it would have been de delivered not in fucking monotone. I can't tell if he's happy or he's, ha or he's pissed. What's your problem, man? He's fucking Ricky Steamboat. I, I, I'm just saying. He's Ricky fucking Steamboat, man. <laughs> Right, Mike. Doing? Sure. What are you doing? What are you doing? Whatever, man. Repeat what you said, Hopper. I want to make sure I heard that right. It it, it it sounded like something Dusty would say, which is good, right? He took my bullet, but he the way he, he says it, it's 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 a monotone, and I can't tell if he's mad or or happy or what. Well, it goes back to what I said. I mean, he's. I ain't here for the steamboat promos. But what I am here for is when those two start fucking chopping the piss out of each other in Chicago yeah. at the Chi-Town Rumble. And hopefully all three of us can do that shit. And to be honest, we'll talk about the other matches, but we should probably just do a watch along to that match and watch them beat the hell out of each other. Because it's, it's ballet. And I say that respectfully, even though it's a wrestling match. When I say ballet... I mean, it's 
that poetic and beautiful to watch them beat the hell out of each other with chops and, you know, this is wrestling without the this is wrestling chant. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's um that's how they go off air, as you heard right there. So we need to uh, give out some Rolexes and uh, rate the, the episode. Uh, before we do so, I want to uh, remind everyone... If you haven't already done so or you don't already use it, please consider using our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. It's a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use that link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, anyone in your life who shops on Amazon, and please tell them to use it every time they shop there. Again, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Doc, um, who are you giving your Rolex to? Man, it's kind of a tough one. Not a lot. I mean, it's not a bad episode, but there's also not a lot that was like totally memorable. And you go, there's less, you know, you said there's less promos when we get out of the studio. There's less promos tonight than usual. I think that's just but this week. I don't. I think it's since Turner took over. They're like, we need to focus on the in-ring product. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, going. for real, man. <laughs> I want promos. I want both, but I want promos, man. Um, Doc, you know, you said it on like the second or third episode in 1985 that we did. You were like, I don't know if we like wrestling as much as we like the shit talking promos. And I like wrestling, but I love to watch people talk shit, and then I like to watch them settle that shit. Well, that's the thing. That goes back to the old saying, talk them into the building. So in order to talk them into the building, you got to have a personal issue. You got to have good promos, and that's how you develop personal issues. I'm going to talk some shit and talk about you. So I hear you, man. It's a it's a circle. I don't know. Give, I'm going to say give me Rick. For dropping a knee on the concrete floor. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Hawk. Because I like this promo. And I got to go with Hopper. What Hopper said. Even though it was a tag team effort. Watching them beat the piss out of somebody. Some unsuspecting saps. Who are sitting in the ring. Holding on to their crotches and just you know bobblehead doll <laughs> and then they just bum rush them and beat the hell out of them and then hop gives the gives a great promo at the end give me hawk uh hopper who you give yours to well i looked it up and this is tony's last episode I jesus so. christ so I he's gonna so. get my rolex yeah, I'm gonna switch mine to Tony too. No bullshit, yeah. you can't do that. I can too. <laughs> no, you can't steal my shit. I'm not stealing it. I'm I'm coming in on your the action. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Do we need to pour get... one out for Tony? Never say goodbye. Never say goodbye. You and me, my best friend. <laughs> Triple team it. Wait. Right. Tony's been with us since '85, man. And he's 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 moving on to the big time. November of '85. He's gonna take that fat ass wife of his up north to Connecticut. 
That's nice, Doc. Oh, come on. You shouldn't talk well, like a- that. He's already impregnated her like 15 times by this point. <laughs> I love the Arn Anderson. <laughs> the Arn Anderson take on Chimani. He got enough comebacked up in him to shampoo a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's disgusting. <laughs> Two you like how Arn, Arn tries to play Mr. Straight Laced on his podcast when you know he's not? Yeah. yeah he's not. I mean, I think he's a, I think he's a, I think he ribbed just like the rest of the boys. I mean, he, he might act like he didn't, but he probably was one of the big, biggest rivers of them all. Okay. 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 So you're giving it to Shivani, Harper. I'm yes. giving mine to Shivani too. That's bullshit. No, it's good. Uh, it's Okay. I'm going to give this episode an A. I thought it was fine. I, I don't like the fact that they didn't have a lot of promos, but, you know, for everything that went down and Flair getting mad and Flair's pissed off that Steamboat's here, and I'll give it an A. You know, he, Flair reasserted himself as, as a dangerous man by breaking Gilbert's nose and causing him a concussion. Give me give me, give me me an A on it. Um, I could have used some more promos, but... You know, if I think about the in-ring action, it wasn't terrible. But uh, I could have used more promos, but I'll still give it an A. Doc, you. An A. This was one of the weirder episodes we've rated because it was a good episode, but nothing of note happened outside of the Flair Steamboat sort of Gilbert thing. But there was a lot of different moving parts. I'm going to say I feel like I'm being a little generous, but I'm feeling generous. A minus. Hopper, what you think? I'll give it an A. I mean, the fucking promos were were, were fucking kind of, uh, and we had to see Ricky's w- w- wife and his fucking kids. But well, and the good news for you is you only had to watch it once since you watched it tonight with us. Yeah, you see, because <laughs> I'm not a fucking mark. <laughs> oh, you want to tell the people what you're talking about, Doc? I'd rather, I'd rather Harper. What? Don't you tell them why I watched it wa- twice because I wanted to get as as much footage uh, as possible in case I miss something. <laughs> Terrible liar. Because I'm a professional, damn it. I actually yeah. take this serious, unlike other people. <laughs> He's talking to you. What you and your what you and your friend do last night? Uh, we uh, went to a friend of mine was fucking. She was like, "Oh, come by and fucking eat," and we went over eat, there. Eat what? Steak. It was fucking great. All right. And we went out to fucking Perry's till like four in the fucking morning. Why? I figured I got to get this in now because once Sunday comes, it, it, it's over. Four in <laughs> the, the morning. Four in the right. morning, bro. I woke up, Mike. I woke up at three thirty because one of the dogs had moved in on my my part of the bed. I was like, God, I hope I can go back to sleep. Jesus, let me go. Don't let this be when I wake up. Please, don't let this be when. Oh I wake God, up. I, I hate that kind of shit. Right. And then, and then, and you're and so, you're still out at a bar drinking. And then the bar closed at four, and then everyone was like, Come on. We're going to triple play because they're up in 24 hours. 
I looked at it. I was like, no. Keep going, Doc. See, I mean, you're talking to Hopper. What? I mean, I, I, I'm, so you, I'm, a, I'm so a part of this. So all your friends went somewhere else at four, and you said, "Fuck it, I'm going home." Yeah. And your mom, mom was probably probably already up, right? <laughs> Fuck. It was just. Ugh. I was like, it's it's fucking four. It's four. Four. Dude, I was up at five a.m. And they're going I to trip. Way to fucking keep it going. They're going Why not? Huh? Where'd they go? It's a bar on Veterans called Triple Play. Jesus Christ! At four a.m. Yeah, it's open twenty-four hours. Hmm. I can tell you this right now. I like to get boozy, and I don't really care what people do, as long as it doesn't affect me. But I can say with all seriousness a bar doesn't need to stay open 24 hours oh yeah Shit. it does it, yeah it does in new orleans you you speak yeah. blasphemy right now asshole yeah yeah but where's triple play it's on veterans in is metairie. that in Met? yeah we're talking about metairie mike like if I'm a tourist and I'm what the hell down, does that have to do with anything it's freaking south louisiana metairie's freaking 10 15 minutes from the french quarter I don't give a day. It, yeah, 4 a.m. What, Dude, I've walked out of a strip club at 6 a.m. That's different. Okay. Harper, he's an idiot. He just don't know. I know, but y'all just don't know. Dude, you, you don't know. You don't, you don't get it. Like, I can't tell you how many times I was in a bar or a club at 4 or 5 a.m. And then you walk out and the sun hits you in the fucking face. Like, dude. damn. Dude. That happened when I walked out of the Roxbury one night. The sun hit me. I was like, holy crap. Friday yeah. night, got off work, drinking, having a good time with, my, with one of my partners, you know, looking at some, some fine, you know, princesses up in there, Nubian princesses, and then we drinking all night. Dude, I walk out, the sun hits me. And I'm thinking, and, and back then, like right now, if I did that, you know what I'd be thinking? Damn, I got... A day and a half to recover before I go back to work Monday. Back then, though, I went home, took a shower, had to go run a couple of errands on Saturday. Yeah, I came home, took a nap maybe at like noon, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Slept and then went back out that next night and recovered on Sunday. I mean, yeah, but they got ahead. like, there's like legit like five or six 24-hour bars like three minutes away from me right now. Yeah, that's normal. I don't think nothing of that. Doc's crazy and, talking about there's no reason a bar. And I'm in fucking uh, Leave It to Beaver fucking suburbs. All I'm saying is, can you imagine that dude left to center on the bottom, Harper, the text I just sent you, being, you in, some, being in some bar till 6 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's from my high school prom. <laughs> With the phone? Yeah. <laughs> Look oh, at geez. that motherfucker. Look at that trifling <laughs> motherfucker. Harbor's uh, seen that before because it's on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen it. Look at that. How, how many of these people are in jail? Not one of them. What how many the are dead? With the fucking hat. The cane. Yeah. 
That guy's the biggest asshole of the picture. Yeah, fuck that, that guy. Is that no, Luke? Not Luke. You might as well be fucking Luke. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all, like Luke. the token white guys? That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, <a> nice, Hopper. <laughs> That's that's the whole black contingent of two hundred fifty nice. graduating. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had like two hundred fifty. Where are the anyway. women? There were no women at my school, Doc. Uh, yeah. really? It's all boy school. Yeah, it's all uh, boy. Jeez. Which which Christ. made it ridiculous when we got around women. God. Yeah. See, I was around them can... fucking from fucking beginning to end, bro, and it was great. But see, that's the problem, Harper, because like since you were around them all day, what we would do, I don't, I don't even want to see what we would say do. It, say it, say it. No, I can't. Say it, jerk off. I can. Don't jerk no. off on a piece of bread. Whoever was no. last had to eat it. No. <laughs> but we would go to the to the to the all girls schools in the afternoon, and you know, mm. go yeah, hunt, drive around, yeah, whip out. Dicks, but y'all are at prom. Y'all couldn't bring girls to prom. Would y'all, would y'all dance with yeah, each other? No, 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 no. There's, 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 there was girls at the prom. It's just like, like you know, all the fellas. We all got together and took a picture. Oh, Who'd you the... take to your prom? Is it that? <laughs> is it that one girl you were talking about a couple weeks ago? I'm not Jamaica. talking about that. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he chose some uh, girl named Stephanie. Nah. That would be Harper. Harper would do something like that. Oh. Mom was Mandy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I ought to send y'all that picture. Oh, Oh, boy. Please do. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) So was that your phone? Was what my phone? Yeah, right. Cell phone. Or did you no, no, that was um, dude. I don't even know whose phone that was. So you were just to use a term from that time. Stunting. You were just perpetrating. You were stunting. just fronting. Yeah, fronting. Stunting. Number one stunner. Yeah, it was just stunting. It wasn't my phone, dude. It could have been worse. Like, I mean, y'all can't. Y'all got to look at that picture, man. There's a. There's a couple of dudes that have beepers out, if that's not a sign of the times. And this fucker's got money and a beeper in his fucking hand. Yep. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Y'all are y'all are y'all are missing the good stuff. Oh yeah, oh, oh well, he's got a phone too. Yeah. There was right. a couple yeah. of phones, there was money. Um you know, man. We were just And this like, fucker's got a cane for you. <laughs> Fuck everyone's got like What is he? He's like that dude from fucking third base. Damn, he does. Pop look. goes the weasel, and the weasel goes pop. Pop, pop goes the weasel, the weasel. Remember that song, Mike? Yeah, I remember. Was that a uh, Pete? PM. PM. Who the fuck was that guy? Because MC Search was the 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 black haired guy. Pete White. Bass or something like that. Yeah. Pete Gas. Pete, no. You thinking I'm a wrestler, you dumbass? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Pete Gas. 
Oh my god. <laughs> what I like some third base. I mean that was good for me. Yeah, I bet it was. That that was, was acceptable in your household, right? <laughs> what what household? No. Mm. I would have been asked why I was listening to that end shit. Of course. That's nice. What kind of upbringing did you have? What's wrong with you? Is that your problem Pete, these days? His name is Pete Nice. Pete Nice. There you go. <laughs> you said gas, you idiot. <laughs> Doc, we almost been at this for two hours. Are you not blown up? I'm confused. I'm having fun, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's the best part. Yeah, it's the best part. We're Let's talking about live we're talking tomorrow. about third. We're talking about third base. Harper, what time are you getting out to the club tonight? I don't know. I'm going to go to the gym, and then I'm probably going to go out and do some uncatholic-like things. Here's the other question. Like, for me, I could drink all night. No, I, I can't. drink beer, dude, and she just, let's get shots, let's get shots. I'm like, come on, man. But no, here's, it. here's the thing. I can drink all the drinks, but what I've learned being in my 40s, I got to start it like on a Saturday. I got to start it like four in the afternoon and be done. Oh. Yeah. I, I do like the I'm working in the yard and drinking beer and the old man routine. But the point is, I'm fine if I go to bed at the same time that I normally do, no matter how many drinks I've had. It's the staying up till four in the morning that would fuck me up more than than the beer or the booze. It does. So how are you getting up in your 40s and knocking it back out the next night? Cocaine. All right. No, no, I just, I don't know. I just, and then I had to do, go back to work today for some fucking, uh, like a fucking pregame deal mm. for fucking one. But I mean, fuck, I was all right. And then, then I want to do it again tonight. And you see, and then tomorrow night. That's when all the bars reopen. You see, right now, the only bars that are open are the ones that serve food. Like the bar and grills, that's what's open now. And Friday is when they're all going to be open. And that's when so, it's going to be fucking Mardi Gras. But so not that's in New Orleans. Why, that's not why in the, New Orleans, though. That's why the Bay is open. That's why the Bay is open, because they're, they're they considered... Food. A restaurant with a liquor license. Right. Yeah. It's their food. Right. And nobody's wearing a mask. No. So you're just Dude, in that... there, you're just in there sucking up the germs. Let me tell you about that place. I mean, like, I'm not sitting around people. I mean, you, I mean, no one is, like, going inside because all the stools are picked up and the TVs are off because... You, because they want people to stay outside, but I mean, that's better. I yeah. like that. I well, like it's that. a it's a small like what you don't get though. It's a small place, and it's like a daiquiri place. Yeah, it, if people were even inside, man, they'd be on top of each other. So it's probably yeah. freaking great that they just pick the stools up, got the t the chairs off the tables, or not on the table, not sitting at the t outside the tables. Yeah, cause and you, 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 you can sit outside. In. Yeah. You go in, you, hey, you know, give me Bud Light, and then you go outside. Bud Light? I mean, whatever the fuck you want. 
The only thing bad is it's so damn muggy down there, man. Yeah, I mean, to sit outside and drink. I was uh, going to the. I was going to take a shit the other morning, and my eight year old looked at me and goes, "Are you going to take your morning constitutional?" (laughs) (laughs) I stopped and I was like, "How do you know what that means?" He goes, "I don't know." We're done. (laughs) We'll let Harper get to the gym, get a swell on, and then he's going to go get other parts swelled on later. Yeah. It's nice. but you know what sucks is like the next day I was like man I gotta take a shit and I was like I gotta go home she was like oh what you gotta do I was like oh this 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 and let's look at something to eat I was like no I gotta fuck I gotta go home wow is she a girl yet nah uh, nah <laughs> does she know he, that he says he ain't going that route <laughs> does she know that I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> Come on, don't be scared. <laughs> I mean, she's tougher than you. She'll take it in the butt. Whoa! <laughs> That's nice. Okay. Hey, do mm. we have any, as we start to wind down here, do we have any definitive word on X-rated yet? Oh, uh, postponed. Um, It's going to happen tomorrow. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I think we're, we've got our wires crossed here, buddy. I'm not talking about you and your girl. I'm talking about Wildcat. No, it's just postponed. See you when that's, I see you. That's probably a good idea. But we we do have people that out there listening that care about that kind of thing, and we, we want to make sure that they know how they can uh, be the safest they could be, but still be a participant, right, Mike? Sure. Yeah. What? What? I was trying to help out. It's still no. going to happen, but it's not going to happen at the scheduled time, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. All I know is it's been po- it's postponed. It's postponed, yeah. I, I don't know a, I don't know a date, so I, I guess postponed technically means it's TBD. pushed back. But I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard a date to, to be determined. Yeah. So yeah, we can say it's been postponed. It's been posted on social media and whatnot, but we don't have a, a, a definitive date at this time. Is that good enough for you? I don't care. I'm not going anyway. See? <laughs> Always asking questions about shit that don't even affect them. All right. Well, I think it's time to get out of here. What an episode this week on the heels of our, or, or, or the aftermath of our five of our birthday month that we're in right now. So, uh, Doc, if you don't have anything, Hopper, if you don't have anything, why don't you hit the tagline and get us out of here? Book it, bitch. Bitch.